Welcome to Buy It's Cover, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the covers of films we find on streaming services. I am 50% of your hosts, Kevin, missing the other 50% of my hosts, Bree, and uh, got another solo episode for you while Bree is out uh, globetrotting, seeing the sights, taking in, taking in the world, expanding her horizons while I, I stay cramped, alone, sometimes scared in my own little place. But I got a great show planned for you today uh, because without Bree here, uh, the gloves get to come off into what we watch. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, for you folks, sometimes uh, we go through extreme vetting with the movies we pick. Meaning if it looks like it's gonna win an Oscar, it gets thrown out right away. If it's a comedy, it is dismissed. Uh, we, we, definitely have a wheelhouse for what we look for on movie nights for by its cover and uh i don't have to do that right now i don't uh no no restraints and we'll see how that goes i i think that i actually am probably a person that benefits from boundaries and borders and restraints i think uh i think brie brie really is the uh the straight jacket that keeps my insanity in check on this show so without that there let's see how it goes Today, I picked a movie for you, folks, because I'm not going to lie. I have, uh, for the last seven months, been living in a place uh, where I have not had TV. I have not had much besides the internet. I haven't played a video game. And so I finally, while I was here taking care of the dogs and doing comedy at home, uh, I got a chance to play video games. And the one I found myself going back and playing, I never had actually played it all the way, was uh, God of War. A game from like 2018 or something like that, and uh, what a gosh dang treat! I have uh, debated uh, purchasing an axe, multiple axes even. Um, I've also debated working out and doing some sit-ups, and uh, I figure if I get two axes, that will counteract any sit-ups that I might need to do. And uh, as a result, I'm like really wanting to watch Viking stuff right now. But uh, I still have a podcast to do, so I can't just binge Vikings all the time. So instead, I am going to use my power as the currently uh, unchallenged, unquestioned, supreme speaker on uh, By Its Cover, the host ascendant, as it were, to make a decision. And I'm going to watch Hammer of the Gods. It's a movie from, it looks like, 2013. Um, there is a 50% chance that I accidentally picked a gay porn. I am, I am not a hundred percent sure that I found this on a legitimate streaming site. I'm pretty sure it was on Hulu, uh, but also could have been Pornhub, but Hammer of the Gods. And if you've seen this cover, uh, you'll kind of get why I feel this way. So, um... This cover is, it's, uh, you should know that it's all kind of yellowish gold toned, which usually in movies that means it's set in Mexico, but I think this one's supposed to be Viking themed. Uh, it features a shirtless man. Um, he's very well muscled, yelling while there are lightning strikes behind him, which maybe that's, maybe that's Thor. I don't know. But there's lightning strikes behind him, and then there's a, what looks to be a horde of Vikings also 
uh, behind him with their weapons raised to the sky. But what is fascinating to me is dude has got his pants like right under the hip. Like he's got that 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 deep V. Uh, that they call them the cum gutters. He's got the cum gutters on display. I don't love that I know this, but this man uh, looks like looks like the hammer of the gods could also be his penis. Um, this is such a weird start to this movie. So I don't know if I am reviewing or viewing uh, a legitimate Viking movie or just a Norse-themed uh, porn, which... I don't know. Could be fun. I don't. This podcast could take a, a real turn um, into erotica, and uh, I don't think it hurts our listenership at all. Actually, it might even help. All right. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm hammer of the gods. I'm trying to think. What would I picture when I see this cover? Um, I hope it looks. The guy looks very dirty. Um, so and not the way I've been talking about him. Uh, but like grimy, uh, I think this is going to be a gritty movie. I think they're trying to make you think there's going to be a lot of action and like a big battle scene. I do not think there will be. Um, I'm just going to say hammer of the gods. What makes me think that is the font they're using on the cover is not like particularly, it's not done in like runes or tried to look old timey. It looks kind of like a 1990s, um, like a 1990s gladiator show on TV, okay? Like, uh, like a contest of the champions or something like that. Like, it's not, it's not evoking the the Norseness that I need it to. Um, I think, gosh, what else can you say? I don't see a. There's not a tagline. It doesn't look like in this movie. There is. Uh, there's other covers, and the other covers, who? All shades of bad. This one is definitely the best one. Okay, so the other one I've got is... Oh, this is really weird. So, okay. The one I'm looking at, they they have they have it where you can clearly see the dude is wearing pants. Uh, and it's because, like, it's his waist. You see a little bit of pant and then Hammer of the Gods. There's another one that I found that actually does have a tagline. But <laughs> they, like, rested it right on the pant line. Which makes it look like Hammer of the Gods is totally covering up his dong. Um, so again, not sure what I'm in, getting into here. Um, the the tagline for this one is called uh, "Everyone Has to Die." So I do. I kind of. I don't know. Maybe I'm hoping this is a little grim. Maybe this is a little gritty. Maybe this has got some. Uh... Man. It is just weird looking at all these covers of this movie. And it's all just the same, like, terrible font with this guy yelling. But it's weird because it's not him yelling straight on. It's him yelling at, like, an, like, turned profile, yelling at somebody to his, uh, whether it be to his right. Or, yeah, <laughs> so we don't even get a good look at the main character in this. We just get his side profile, uh, and we can see that he's got uh, he's got some some muscles. Um, but then clicking around on some other ones, of these, yeah, I suddenly I suddenly have diminished my enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, let's see, this is so fascinating. Apparently, Hammer of the Gods is super popular. 
as a name of a movie. Because there is, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking. There's Hammer of the Gods. There's Thor, Hammer of the Gods. There is apparently. Okay, and that one got like God of War font. Uh, like it's ancient, that ancient Greek style font. Um, and then I'm seeing what else we got. We got Hammer of the Gods, The Desolate Empire. Oh, that's a book. Hammer of the Gods, The Nine Realms. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, could this be... So I'm looking at this. They have a series of covers that are like character uh, or character posters. And uh, so the one that I had was Everyone Has to Die, and that's Steiner. And he's obviously going to be our main character uh, because he's the guy that's on the main poster I originally looked at. But then there's another one with uh, Hagen that says Valhalla won't know what's hit them. Um, that's because Valhalla is a place. You can't. You don't usually punch the ground and be like, take that earth. I bet you didn't even know what hit you because it's the earth. It, it never knows. It's dirt. Um... And then they have another one that says, Dark Times Call for Dark Deeds. And the guy's name is Jokel. And he's got two swords that he's pulling out uh, behind his back, which, okay, I kind of I want this to be a Norse version, like a, a Viking version of Ocean's Eleven. Oh, my gosh, how great of a movie would that be? Like, if they had to, all, they had to set up a heist to steal from Odin, Oh, that movie would be dope. Why has nobody made that movie? I think every... There should be more period-specific heist movies. Uh, I think that would be awesome. I would like to see that heist recruitment scene, but it's just them going around to a bunch of different taverns and mead halls and being like, we need a guy with an axe. Can you swing an axe? And it's just ten guys with axes. And they're like, that's our heist. We're not really heisting. We're more like we're going we're gonna to pillage. Uh, yeah, pillage movies. Nobody's ever made a pillage movie. A lot of heist movies never made a pillage movie. So maybe Hammer of the Gods is going to be the first pillage movie. I just love how they've tried to make these characters look badass. And then, I okay, I'm going to get into spoiler territory if I keep scrolling on image search because um, I'm starting to see screenshots. Okay, I'm starting to see screenshots. And all these screenshots look real bleak. Like, this movie's got this that action uh, tone. Really, it's got uh, Wrath of the Titans vibes. Is that the, the cover is trying to put out, like, oh, this is going to be this sword and sandals kind of epic special effects masterpiece. And the screenshots are like, this is going to be a sad art film, uh, is what we're getting. Sad art film. So, I think, I think I'm going to stop now, and uh, we're going to go, or I'm going to go, watch Hammer of the Gods. Wish me luck. And I am back, having just finished up Hammer of the Gods. Gosh. What do I have to say about that movie? First off, uh, snacked on some tasty Berea tacos uh, from Paco's Tacos. They were pretty pretty good. That was the highlight. It was a, a cheese, cheese stuffed taco. It was all the things I wanted. Um, this became a, an extended plug for Paco's Tacos. Nicely done, Paco. You make good tacos. Having watched that movie, gosh, what do I think? Hmm. 
it was uh it was a movie that was two different tones like it was a the movie was bipolar we'll we'll say that um so quick overview of the story it's about a viking who is a warrior and he doesn't want to be king but his father who is king is dying but they know they're going to be invaded by uh the saxon army and so in a bid to keep his older brother who is kind of a traitor scummy king or princeling uh the brother agrees to go find their older older brother who was banished 10 years before uh the movie starts and so the he goes to do that um the viking is joined by his younger brother and his younger brother is half saxon so you know they don't like him as much they think they think that he's gonna be weak and he's gonna be a little traitor and uh they kind of they kind of nailed that one they uh nailed the heck out of that one um he's joined by some friends um and this is pretty bog standard like if you were putting together a sword and sandals movie they all have the same type like they have the one that's the 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 berserker the brawler kind of character that's the big loud guy they have uh, one that's supposed to be the like spiritual crazy one and then they have the one that honestly is kind of just a boring carbon copy of the uh, protagonist so they're, they're also joined by another character that's supposed to his name is Ivar the Boneless and he was a he was kicked out of the, the Viking tribe for being a sodomite and this movie has one of the weirdest lines um, I made note of it it was so weird when they're talking about why did he get kicked out of the tribe, he's like, well, you kill a hundred men for for your clan and it's okay, but you just fuck a couple boys. And you're like, that's, yeah, that's how that works. Uh, one was, I'm not saying the murder was great, but I'm like, that one was at least like a job. The other thing probably probably is worth kicking somebody out of your clan for. I'm just saying. So... Uh, they're joined by him who supposedly is the only one or only other one that knows where uh, the brother is so I've been stalling while I've been googling names because this is how memorable it was Steinar is our main character he's looking for Hacken, his older brother uh, and he's joined by his friends Hagen and Grimm and Jokul and uh, what's so weird about this movie is there's just very clearly a point where it slips from um, I would almost say almost like a, a, a one of those USA network movies um, where there's like bad CGI lightning bolts being thrown around and just like a, a half-hearted tone there's a, there's a campiness to it like, I remember there's a fight scene where they start fighting and all of a sudden bad dubstep starts playing during it. And you're just like, this doesn't work at all. It reminded me very much of uh, the King Arthur movie that came out a while ago with uh, Clive Owen. Where it's just trying to be like a metal version of, a, of the story that we quote unquote know. 
So that movie has that, and then all of a sudden, it there's a there's a moment where it switches over to like an A twenty four. Um, people that did like Hereditary and uh, some of those, like all of a sudden it switches hard into that genre and it's so jarring. So the crux of this movie is this, this, this Saxon invasion that they're trying to get the uh, brother Hacken back to lead the Vikings against. And uh, Steiner gets, gets told, come back with a king. Is his, hit the directive from his father, who is bleeding due to a gut wound. And again, this is like campy at this point. Um, they, well, they the the they all get separated and kind of captured independently by this this group of Saxons that they're Christians. The Saxons are, and um, there's a scene where Ivar uh, is castrated and is dying, and he's dying because he bit off the ear of one of the guards or one of the captors and that's what this movie like this is all of a sudden where this tone starts to shift because they also the the younger brother is revealed to he like he sold them out to the saxons or he tried to convert to christianity to save his life from the saxons and uh this movie all of a sudden gets really dark and uh actually gets like starts getting better it's uh if you can make it to that halfway point, this movie all of a sudden starts picking up. Uh, then the, it transitions into this, I would say, Viking version of Apocalypse Now, which I didn't realize is exactly the kind of movie I want. So they continue on. Basically, all the like lighthearted characters or comic relief characters have been killed off. And they get to this part where this guy, Jokel, who's the the kind of spiritual weird guy which you can always tell who the spiritual wild guy is supposed to be in a movie because when they fight the mo- like directors and producers love to give that guy two swords for whatever reason they'll always give him two swords and then when they fight they'll always fight with like their mouth open and always look like they're exhausted after they've killed someone like they'll just be fighting with their mouth open which doesn't seem sanitary in a sword fight scenario. I think that's definitely, that's a mouth closed job. Honestly, if I'm ever in a sword fight, just keeping, keeping it, keeping that job closed, but they make it always look like they're just like getting a refreshing bath. You know, like it, you, I can't tell the difference between it and like a, like a herbal essence commercial when they fight, because that's what it feels like. They always just like, this guy's crazy. He's so crazy. He's always winded while fighting, which I understand. I get winded upstairs. Um, but Jokel says, like, I, this is where I die. I don't come back from here. And Steiner's like, well, too bad. You're coming with me anyways. And then later he gets captured by uh, Hawken, who you find out he pulls a Colonel Kurtz. He's uh, set up his own little religious, like, cult in these woods. And they offer Steiner food. And he asks where his friends are. And it turns out, like, they're, they're the food. Um. Then there's uh, Steiner gives his his rationale for why he's tried to find his brother. Um, and his brother kind of is like, "No, you're we're gonna kill you." And you find out that uh, the reason why Hawkin was kicked out of the tribe was because Steiner's mom, who's still alive at the start of this story, is still alive. We all thought she was dead. Uh, her and Hawkin were hooking up 
and uh, getting getting busy, and it, it's gross. It's gross. You didn't know uh, you didn't know Vikings lived in Alabama, but uh, apparently they could. So, sorry to our Alabama listeners. I I leaned on a stereotype hard there, and that's offensive. But also, like, deal with it. It's it's in it's in the ether now. I can't take it back. Um, so Steiner and Hacken get uh like get put into this duel to the death, and it actually they like lower them into this pit, and it's kind of a tense scene. There's not a ton of music with it. Um, it's pretty brutal fighting, and Steiner uh arrives or climbs back up out of this pit they've been put in and is victorious. And then his mom goes to stab him and he throws her down the pit. Um, so again, just like this gets dark. This movie gets super dark. And it starts with like them talking about whether or not somebody has brains based on what you knock out of their heads. So it's definitely what it chooses to be comedic about with relief is very subjective. Um, but it gets, it actually again, interesting. He shows up at, back at the camp um, after leaving Hacken's, uh, little cult and he shows back up at the camp and he's throws the head of Hacken at uh, the feet of his dad who's still dying and his older brother is like you were supposed to bring him back alive and the dad says no he was supposed to bring back a king and he has and you're like oh yeah that guy was very specific with his wording um, for a reason and then you know Steiner kills his brother, who you find out has betrayed them to the Saxons and made secret deals. And uh, the movie ends with him preparing to just go to battle, uh, knowing that they're kind of overwhelmed with num- against the Saxons, but he's, like, committed. So that's Hammer of the Gods. Um, honestly, 50% of this movie, I loved. Uh, <laughs> you know, as soon as I got past... Uh, the like lower budget techno sword fight. I really liked it. I, I I could say I feel like this is a movie that knew what it wanted to do, but didn't know how to get all the characters in the right spot for it. Um, I would say like definitely they had this back half of this movie, the 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 heart of darkness, apocalypse now this uh character slowly going into this like more and more corrupted um world getting more and more immersed in the violence and the morally grayness of it they had this all already planned but they're like how do we get him into this scenario how do we how do we create this so somebody looks at it and doesn't just blatantly call it a ripoff um I don't think it does great with that. Again, like I said, it's, it's just weird. You can't have a movie that switches from guys sword fighting and cutting down, you know, half an army's worth of soldiers each. And then they are now struggling in a fist fight against one another. You know, it just it doesn't, that doesn't worry. It's the, it's like that principle that you see in like some like martial arts movies where they're like, well, this guy can fight a hundred ninjas at one time, but like if you put him against one guy, it's going to be a fight to the death. Um, you're supposed to believe that with Viking, the Vikings here. And I don't think it quite works. Um, but again, the back half was really interesting. Like I, I, I really, I wish somebody would make one of these movies. I think 
the the point of Heart of Darkness or Apocalypse Now, you could just set in different time periods. And I think it would make for interesting movies. Um, this idea of a, a person from the quote-unquote rational world having to go and like confront the savagery and the inhumaneness that is inherent in mankind uh regardless of where they're from could be interesting to me like oh my gosh i can i can think of so many different ways to tell that story or repeat that story um so i didn't get my oceans 11s with vikings uh i instead got apocalypse now with vikings and i'm on board with most of that as far as the cover um one, the dude never looks as jacked as he does on the cover. Um, that's just a, a pet, not even a pet peeve. Wow, I'm body shaming this man who's in way better shape than me. Um, I would say just the cover, again, makes me think I'm going to get Wrath of the Titans. I'm going to get this over-the-top action movie. Um, and really, after a certain point, this movie gets very grounded. Um, and I, I wish it actually would have started with that grounding. Um you know, because these Vikings are killing, again, they're killing the Saxons like six and seven to one. Like, how outnumbered can you actually be? Why is this actually a threat? Um, so start with it being more grounded, and I think this movie could have really, really felt good. Like I said, uh, it, it turns to this A24 style action movie, and I kind of really wish I would have had that. Um, would have been so cool to see, again, like, uh, uh, grimy apocalypse now style movie set in you know vikings or medieval times and it's shot with the same like love and attention that uh midsummer got or uh, uh hereditary got or something like that where it's placed paced it's got very gritty i would i would have loved that oh man if it would have been like uh the macbeth with um Oh, what's his name? Michael, Michael Fassbender. Uh, that would have been cool too. I could, I could have got on board with that, or like how the Green Knight was done. I really would love to see. I would love to see more Vikings on TV and movies. I like Vikings. I guess is what I'm getting at. Really, I played God of War and I was blown away with it, and so now I'm like, ah, Vikings. Those should make a comeback. Apparently, um, as far as changing the cover, they they make a big deal in this um around the coin but that's about it there's like uh, there's a, a coins play a, a part in the plot but i mean this movie doesn't have a visual that really stands out um you know i think uh, if they would have done actually there's at the end of the movie they cover the bro or they cover steiner in paint like decorative paint for his fight against hacken um, if they would have given us that, but like a, like a low-lit shot, so it's him in that kind of eeriness of it, I think that could have been really cool in the caves. Um, I think that might have been might have been the way to do it, to actually do a, a scene out of the movie instead of this that, again, really looks like it's trending on Wrath of the Titans or uh, some box office popcorn fare. Yeah. I would I recommend it I don't know I think this is exactly the kind of movie that I would have rented uh when when back oh man I'm dating myself here back in the 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 days when movie uh rental places were a thing 
and we had you had to pick a, a movie based on like nothing. I think this might have been one of those ones I would have grabbed just because I was bored. I don't think I would have paid for a rental of this, but they also did like some unlimited passes um, towards the tail end of movie theater rental places. And I think I would have definitely picked this one up because I think I think I would have picked it up thinking I was going to get like something uh, vaguely X-rated. You know, one of those uh, like Girls Gone Wild-esque videos that has no plot but like gratuitous nudity. And you get it and you're like, that's not... Um, I don't know. I could say definitely watch it. Um, I would be curious if anybody watches it and if they agree with me that there's there's secretly a great movie hidden in this somewhere. It is... It's so weird. It's only an hour and 39 minutes, so it's just barely, barely over the 90-minute mark. But for a movie to have at almost exactly the 45-minute mark a complete tonal shift, it's interesting. Um, I would love to, I'd love to hear other thoughts on this. I almost, I really wish I almost would have had Brie here for this one. Cause I think she would have, she would have, uh, vehemently disagreed with me uh, about these things. All right. So that wraps up what I'm thinking about for hammer of the gods. Uh, if you like this, you can of course find more episodes on at by its cover pod on Twitter. We also have our anchor page, which is by its cover podcast. And you can also find us anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Uh, if you want to find me and see where I'm telling jokes or even just see some of my content that's out there, I'm on everything from Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kevin underscore egg, or you can just go to my website, KevinEggleston.com. All right, folks, have a great day. Bye.